Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to the QuickBook Reviews podcast. Brighten your day with a book. Hello, my fellow bookworms. This is Philippa from QuickBook Reviews. How are you all? I am very well. I have discovered that black tea is the thing. Uh, You may have heard me go on for some time about how I'm very unhappy with the taste of the tea and how it's not deep enough, round enough. So I've gone for it, no more milk, and I have to tell you, I'm very pleased indeed. Still using extra strong tea bags at the moment, but I'm much happier. It's amazing how even like half a teaspoon of milk can completely change an entire mug taste of, uh, of tea. So there we go. That's my tip for the day. If you're unhappy with your cup of tea, put the milk away and just try it as it is. There we go. It's fascinating, isn't it? The things you learn. Anyway, I've got some great books to talk to you about. We've also had a book club meeting and I want to talk to you about that as well. Um, And just to have a bit of a catch up, if that's okay. So we had our book club meeting and the book we were talking about was The Diary of a Bookseller by Sean uh, Bifel. Now, I know I've talked about this book before. I still love it. So, hey, why not? Um, And we were looking at a book to do that was non-fiction but that was one with everyone with busy lives um, could possibly get round to trying to finish or have a read and enjoy rather than something very technical, which was some of the other options. Um, So we met to talk about it. Now, before we talk about the book, let's get the important stuff underway, the cake. So can I tell you that there were two cake options? Now, the first was a lemon drizzle cake that had been baked by the person that was hosting by their son, um, who's only, I think, 12. Oh, my goodness. This cake looked like it had been baked by someone who isn't 12, who is a very serious chef. Um, It looked amazing. And I thought, well, you know, we've got to encourage children, really, don't we? So it'd be rude for me not to eat that cake. So I did eat the cake and thought that's very nice but then the lady who was hosting had also made chocolate brownies herself and I thought well you know it would be rude to prioritize her child over her I don't want to be an inconsiderate person at book club Um, so I did have the chocolate brownie as well now I am well versed in chocolate brownies let me tell you Um, and I've tasted many a chocolate brownie Uh, all of them or most of them perfectly nice this was groundbreaking this was amazing and if 
there hadn't been other people there and if I hadn't already been greedy Gonzales, I would have had another piece um, because there were some left in that tin. I saw them, but I didn't. So there we are. And in case you're wondering if I sound a bit more animated this time, you're right. I've had chocolate. I found the emergency box of chocolates I've got for my husband for Valentine's Day. Whoops. And uh, yes, he won't be getting that anymore. But I will make sure he gets a present, don't worry. Um, but yes, I went round the house looking for chocolate and I found it. So there we go. Anyway, so um, the Diary of a Bookseller is non-fiction. And as, a, as it sounds, it's a diary of a chap who runs the largest secondhand bookshop in Scotland. Um, it's a huge shop. He's got thousands, about 100,000 books all in all. So you can imagine this building that he works in uh, that he and that he owns um, is sort of meandering there's lots of different rooms so people tend to spend a lot of time in the shop when they come in and they've each got their story to tell I just love it because it's a bit like Bridget Jones's diary each day says how much how many sales they've made um, whether online offline or all those sort of things so that, that's quite nice and it takes you through the months but it's just dry humor it's not uh, laugh out loud, huge things happening. It's the, just the gentle observations of life and the um, persisting dissatisfaction of the bookshop owner in his customers. And he's not, he's not the greatest at customer service, it's, it's fair to say. Um, so who would like it? Um, if, you're just, if you're interested in books, if you're interested in books, and you've got, uh, as I say, a dry sense of humour, want something funny, um, but funny in, in a real funny, just the, the reality of life and the, the different observations. Um, and what makes it stand out? It, it's quite different to anything I've read before. I don't know if you've ever watched a TV series, this is going back some time, called Black Books. Um, but that was a second-hand bookshop. Uh, Dylan Moran, I think, was the bookshop owner. And it, it was, I mean, obviously it was overdone in that, but it's its just that sort of humour. Um, so, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. There's a second one out as well that I've previously covered that I loved. Um, I'd give it a nine out of ten. But what interested me and really got me thinking is that it got mixed reviews as with all the books and it just shows we are all different just because i think this book is amazing doesn't mean that everyone's going to and quite right and that's what makes it such an interesting world um that there's always a book out there for somebody but just because that what a book suits you doesn't mean it's going to suit the next person and that's what i love about book club that we are different but we come together and um i love the friendship with book club love the cakes love the books just love just love the chat and when it came to talking about which book we were going to do next i stayed quiet i was very proud of myself i think it was about the only new year's resolution i made that i was going to keep quiet in book club about books um and uh, so i did keep quiet and i'm looking forward to reading the next book and I'll, I'll talk to you about that another time so the next book i'm going to talk to you about is called skyve um, S-K-Y-T-H-E by Neil Shusterman. Um, this, uh, I'd heard quite a lot about it. Um, someone said, oh, this is a true successor to The Hunger Games. And I guess it is. I, I think it is. 
Um, this book I found hard work in that I had to read every single word. There was no speed reading. There was no getting through page after page. I had to work hard and I wanted to. I wanted to read this book. So let me read you the blurb. In a perfect world, the only way to die is to be gleaned by a professional scythe. When Citra and Rowan are chosen to be apprentice skies, they know they have no option but to learn the art of killing. However, the terrifying responsibility of choosing their victims is just the start. Corruption is the order of the day and Citra and Rowan need to stick together to fight it. Then they are told that one of them will have to glean the other. Ah. Uh, it's a fascinating premise of the world and why gleaning is required. Um, and it's so it's a YA book, but it's uh, I would say it's a good one for adults as well. First in a series. We do love that. The next couple look really intriguing as well. It's um, it's not a technical book, but as I say, every word you feel you have to read just to soak it up because it's so well written. There's pace. Um, there's strong characters, there's humour, uh, there's lots of action in it. Um, if this isn't made into a film, then my name's not Philippa from Quick Book Reviews. Obviously, I'm sure it won't now be made into a film, I've said that. But it should be, um, because if Hunger Games was the success that it was, then uh, Skies should be as well. Um, and I love the artwork on the cover. If you uh, manage to find a copy, do have a look at it, because I just think it's it's beautifully done so that was great uh, who would like it if you are willing to accept a slightly different story a sort of dystopian story this is for you um it's part of a series it's got great characters and and it is about action but it also makes you think about life death the universe everything um it's not science fiction not at all it's just uh, looking in the future and if things were slightly different um, but at the heart of it it's about someone trying to do the right thing but who is that someone and who's trying to stop them <laughs> there you go so yeah re really good really enjoyed that one um, now the next book is called The Sky is Mine by Amy Bischel um, so let me read you the, the blurb about this. In a house adept at sweeping problems under the carpet, 17-year-old Izzy feels silenced. As her safety grows uncertain, Izzy knows three things for sure. She knows not to tell anyone that Jacob Mansfield is spreading those kind of photos around college. She knows to quiet the grief that she's been abandoned by best friend Grace. And seeing her mother conceal the truth of her stepdad's control, Izzy also knows not to mention how her heart splinters and her stomach churns whenever he enters a room. When the flimsy fabric of their life begins to unravel, Izzy and her mum must find their way out of the silence and use the, pa the power in their voices to rediscover their worth. Um, this is uh, a very interesting book. It is not going to take any prisoners. It starts straight away. It, it does it very well. You are certainly in the mind of the young adult or this, well, this child, this teenage child. It's still in the story. Um, and it's not, it doesn't mess around. You, you understand all the awfulness of the situation that she is in and your heart goes out to her. It is a very difficult book to read, I would say, as a parent. Um, 
that that these awful atrocities can happen and it's done in such a bare uh, relevant way um, that there's no hiding from it um, so you have to be willing to be exposed to a story that's going to just take you by the collar and just throw you throw you about you're not going to come out of this book feeling all oh wasn't that a happy read and that shouldn't have to be what a book is about for me it was it was quite full on um but it's a it's a good right oh my throat's gone again it's a good read and uh, there are a lot of people that are going to really enjoy it i definitely give it a good eight out of ten um, and if you're looking for ya older ya um, with something that doesn't hold any punches that's really relevant of this time and that people should be reading to know that this is not acceptable it's not acceptable to be treated certain way it's not acceptable to accept that treatment and it's time to stand up and say something so for that you know it's even more important that people read this book um, it's an extraordinary story utterly gut-wrenching um, but it's a story that needs to be told so there we go that's the sky is mine by amy Beeshall. Um, and I believe it's out now. So the next book I'm going to talk to you about is a Geoffrey Archer. Now, some of you may groan, but I have a story about Geoffrey Archer. Well, his books. So um, take him or leave him. I used to read some of his books going back. I'm not fully committed to him as an author. Uh, I know he has a reputation for some, but there came a point when I decided to do a marathon. And I listened to an audiobook of the first in the Clifton Chronicles and I really enjoyed it. And I enjoyed it so much I would only let myself listen to it when I went out on a training run. And because the story was really good and you got into it, brilliant narrator, it got, it got me through the marathon training. And every time a new one came out in the series, I was really pleased because it meant my running was going to improve and the length of time I'd be out running would improve because I'd want to keep listening to the stories. Now the Clifton Chronicles ended sadly but one of the characters in that series was an author and he wrote a series of books about a detective constable called William Warwick and this now this book called Nothing Ventured is the first about William Warwick so it's almost you're reading what was written in, in the previous series, if that makes sense. It's a crime, but it, it is a Geoffrey Archer. So it's more about the, the the detective constable. It's more about this William Warwick than the crimes. There's no one big, one murder at the beginning and it has to be solved and all, this is the end. Um, and for what it's worth, I, th I thought it was good. I listened to it as an audio book, but I did have the book as well to read. Um, you have to be a fan of the Geoffrey Archer approach. It's not going to win awards for detail, um, minute observations, twists and turns. But um, there are a lot of people that would really enjoy this book. And I'd give it eight and a half out of ten. There is nothing wrong with it. It's true to what it sets out to be. Just because it isn't the same as other crime books. Well, that, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, so if you are a Geoffrey Archer fan, um, 
then you will really enjoy this. If you haven't read any of his, then I would say start with the Clifton Chronicles. Um, as I mentioned before, I listened to them on audiobook and enjoyed them there. So that's one option, but you can read them as well. Um, but it, it, he doesn't let you down. He, he's true to himself. Um, so it's one to look out for if you're a Geoffrey Archer fan. Now, last but no means least, I want to talk to you about a book that we are going to be discussing in book club today. Uh, and this is one that I've chosen. So this is the Bottom Book Club and we're meeting at my house. So I've got to choose what book. And I have chosen one by Sarah Crossan. Why did I choose this book? Well, I chose it because uh, I, the book club has been going so well and we've had so many different interesting books, but we haven't done any poetry. And this book is a, is a verse novel. So it is a story. It is like reading a book, a fiction story. But instead of it being page after page of text, it's pages of poetry. And what that does and what you realise is that, well, first of all, it makes it much quicker to read. Secondly, it cuts out all the blurb. So instead of saying, oh, so-and-so left the house, shut the door, walked down the path, went to the bus stop, waited to get on the bus, got on the bus. One page could just be titled The Bus. And it's, and it's just, you're on there straight away. So it cuts out so much superfluous text. And it just focuses on what you need to know. And this is a story. I read it before and uh, loved it. And so I've read it again just to remind myself of it all. Um, and I, I, it's just uh, an incredible story. It's something that teenagers can read as well. Um, it's about conjoined twins. So let me read. Grace and Tippy don't like being stared and sneered at, but they're used to it. They're conjoined twins, united in blood and bone. What they want is to be looked at in turn, like they truly are two people. They want real friends. And what about love? But a heart-wrenching decision lies ahead for Tippy and Grace, one that could change their lives more than they ever asked for. I just think this is uh, an amazing book, but I'm really keen to hear what everyone says. Obviously, some people are going to not like it. Some people hopefully will love it. You know, again, you can't please everyone. Um, but we have just agreed that we, from uh, this meeting onwards, every time we meet, the food has to relate to the book. So that's great. But what food should I do for this? I really don't know. So I've got to get to grips with that one and, and plan that because they're going to be here in a few hours. So I better get I better get with it. But yeah, really um, enjoyed that one. One by Sarah Crossan. Extraordinary. So there we go. I think that's everything for today. Um, I did kind of want to talk to you about Proust because I'm just umming and ahhing about whether, how successful it is for me to talk to you about Proust when I get them. Obviously the hype of a book is good because the more you've heard about a book before it's published, once it's there and on the shelves, hopefully you're more likely to think, oh yes, I've heard of that book, I'll pick it up. But equally, I don't know if that moment has passed. You've heard about me talk. Uh, you've heard me talk about a book that will be available maybe in a few weeks, a few months. Will you actually 
remember um and why should you about that book when there's others that i'm talking about so i'm just i'd be really interested to know what your views are please help me with this do you like to hear about books that have yet to be published and that are coming up or do you just want to know about books that are available that you can hear about today and order tomorrow so do please let me know you can get hold of me in the usual ways you can um, find me on twitter uh, Instagram you can email me at quickbookreviews at outlook.com so please do I'd really be keen to know your thoughts on that um, and I have a listener's question thank you Luke uh, Luke's question is which literature festival will I go to next well the answer to that is very simple Luke I appreciate the question the next literature festival I'll be going to is hey uh, yes hey hey I'm going to hey and that will be at the end of May. They've announced a couple of um, sessions that they're running, but I haven't got any tickets yet because I want to see exactly what's happening. Usually I go most days and I end up exhausted because you're driving there every day. Um, and uh, it's wonderful, but it is exhausting. So I'm going to be a lot more particular about how many days I go for and what I see. Um, often the ones that surprise me and I get the most out of are authors I haven't really come across before but equally that can backfire because you could be sitting and listening to something and think well this is an author I will never choose to uh, follow and uh, I have no interest in it at all so I need to be choosy more choosy I think more selective um so yes can't wait are any of you going to hey do let me know uh, I mean it goes on for about oh 10 11 days um so and they get an extraordinary range of speakers so it's just brilliant and let me tell you the food is top quality the ice creams are extraordinary and last time they had a chocolate brownie stand can you believe that a stand completely and only selling chocolate brownies all different types flavors sauces all sorts delicious see you there so take care and i'll see you very soon bye-bye you've been listening to the quick book reviews podcast that's enough books said no one ever see you again soon Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.